The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, y'all. This is Houseguest, and I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Think a Gen Z wannabe Martha Stewart meets Dolly Parton trying to live in a Nancy Myers movie in her 20s. We talk all about life, relationships, navigating your 20s, closing out the bars, or waking up at 5 a.m., depending on our vibe that week. Ultimately, living our best lives and figuring it out along the way. So come hang out. Sometimes I have guests on who do really cool things, some of my best friends, or it's just me and my house that I spend way too much time in. So let's get into the show. Hi, y'all, or hello, my house guests. My house guests are y'all, okay? My house guests are y'all. That sounds weird, but that was plural, and it would be R. And then we also have another house guest, wink, wink, Natasha. She's back on the show today. That's very exciting. She's actually one of our most listened to episodes. And you guys loved it. We're doing a Navigating Your 20s. We're talking her big, big move to the big city of Dallas, Texas. Um, We're talking making friends, dating, just kind of the normal girl catch up episode. I love recording with friends because it's just so easy. Like it's so, I don't know. This was a great vibe of an episode. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. But before we get into the podcast episode, I needed to let y'all know my house guest. Like, we'll see how long I like that. I'm like, if it sticks. I don't, I don't know, guys. But anyways, my brand, I have a brand, a friend of mine. If you guys didn't know, it's essentially it's homeware and hosting. It's everything that I love in life. We have recipe journals out. We have cocktail napkins. We just dropped this week, two days ago on Tuesday. We just dropped a dinner party card game. This is what I am most proud of in life. I think the two things that I've released in life that I love the most would be the recipe journal and the card game. They match. So if you already have a recipe journal, get the card game. Also, we only have, I think, about 100. We're very low on inventory of the recipe journals, and those will be gone. before. So if you are planning on getting that as a Christmas gift, get that now. We will be restocking, but I don't think it will be in time for Christmas. So if you guys want a recipe journal, you're asking for that for Christmas or something, send them this clip, okay? They need to order it, or you all need to order it. But we just dropped a dinner party card game. It's amazing. You don't need to be actually at a dinner party to do it. That's kind of the vision. I bring it with me to dinner with friends. I bring it with me. Like I'm, at, you know, we're gonna be like at the fire pit in my backyard. Oh, guys, update! I just had a fire pit installed. Very exciting. Playing it there. It's just a fun question card game to play with friends. It's stunning. The quality is unbelievable. I love it so much. I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited. And if y'all are interested, they're available now. So I had to let you guys know. And without further ado, we're gonna welcome Natasha onto the show. As always, you can watch on YouTube. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you guys listen to this. Comment the chef emoji on my Instagram reel, on my last Instagram post, actually. The Instagram reel, preferably promoting this with Natasha. Um, But yeah, love you guys so much. And without further ado, let's welcome Natasha onto the show. We have Natasha round two. Hello, guys. (laughs) So for now, this time it's called House Guest. We've rebranded. Okay, love. Same show, new name. So it's exciting. I'm happy to have you back. How are you feeling? You've had a lot of life changes since you've been on the show. Oh my gosh. So many life changes. So many. Let's start from the top. Yes. Move. Move. I moved when? Like two months ago, I think. Close to two months ago. If not, why do you feel like it's in like six months? (laughs) No, that's what it feels like to me. I feel like I've been here way longer. But then when I think about it, I'm like, it's really only been two months. I think it's because you already had friends here, maybe. I think so, too. And I've also been very social since I came and just trying to really. Yeah. Which is so unlike me, honestly. You've really been quite the social. Yeah, I know. So but it's been good. I've been enjoying it. I honestly am liking it way better than I thought. Not that I. What did you think? (laughs) Not that I thought it was going to be bad by any means, but 
you know, it's like I'm moving to a new city. I just have no idea. I don't know the vibes, but I'm totally. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving the people. Everyone's been so kind and also so welcoming towards me, which has been great. You so. really just like fit right in. I really have. I feel like a Texas girly at heart. <gasps> I would agree. You, really? I would call you a Texan at this point. I, I think so too. That's exciting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's like a really... See, the I'm thing, glad you think so. Yeah, because I'm... You know how New Yorkers are like, you have to live here and yes. die in whatever yes. for 15 years. You have years to suffer here first. You have to suffer and yeah. like your blood needs to be like out on like right. the avenue. Like that's not how I feel about becoming a Texan. I feel mm-hmm. like... Once you're here, you're just a Texan. Yeah. And that's the Texas spirit. I feel like that too. You know? Also, just like, I don't know. It's a certain vibe and like energy too. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I really emulate that. No, I <laughs> You're like, actually, if you I were like thinking actually, about it, becoming a Texan, I kind of feel like I was made for this. No, honestly. Literally ever since I moved, this. I'm like, I feel like I'm becoming my most true self since moving. <gasps> I really do feel like that. Well, I love that. Yeah. Okay, you're also kind of in like a movie star era right now. I am. That's very exciting. The odds that literally we get to talk about this I a know. day after strike ends is just so bright. It's actually kind of perfect because maybe I'll become a movie star too. I think you should. Do you think Why I have what it takes? Honestly, I do. You can be I feel like you got the chops. I feel like I could. I could at you're least, a very expressive person. Totally. You know? I think I could at least be like an extra. 100%. In your next Christmas movie, yes. if you need someone who's like, oh, could I work at a bakery? Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, cool. Just like okay, keep okay. me in I'm going to keep in mind 100%. Thank you. Thank I'm so you. excited for this. So you're in your movie star era. <laughs> yes, I am. This episode literally comes out this week. So it's right before. Oh, yay. And also, before we get into mm-hmm. your movie, I do just want to say I'm very serious about having a viewing party for the movie. <laughs> no, I am too. But I need to figure out if I'm here. If I'm not, we'll just do it the weekend after. I was going to suggest yes. that. Okay, great. Because it doesn't even matter. No, like, it doesn't we, matter. We don't. When we, we do it. We can watch it whenever. Totally. And I was actually going to let yeah. you know, like, if you were still, if you were on the fence about it, yeah. you won't be on the fence when you see my Christmas tabletop. Oh, it's done. stunning. It's okay, pink. It's great. red. It's from at home. It's unbelievable. Like, this will be the best viewing party great. you've ever had in your life. I already texted Allison about it. So. I'm nervous. I don't, I normally don't really like to watch myself. That's the only mm-hmm. thing. So nope. I probably won't be watching, but like, totally. I'll mingle and I'll be eating, you know, food in the back. So I will be fine. I went to a movie premiere the other night. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We actually need to talk about this after. Okay. It's a new what? H24 movie, Iron Call. Oh, it's Zach yes, Efron's movie. Okay, yeah. First off, the Von Erich family. It's a very famous wrestling family. Also, I filmed this and I literally never talked to the camera. I know. Sorry, I'm guys. like, we I'm talk trying to the camera. You it's know, both. It's, it's both. kind of both. Okay. The Von Erich family. I've gone down such a rabbit hole of it's a wrestling family. And in the movie, this is a very known thing. I'm not spoiling the movie, but this family in the movie four of the five sons die because like the Von Eric curse, right? Okay, I see. So I'm doing, I leave and I'm like going down this rabbit hole. The craziest thing happens. I see online, they're saying five of the six sons died. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because there's only four of the five. In real life, five of the six sons died, but they didn't have enough time in the movie. You're lying. So they cut a son out of the movie. Isn't that crazy? And it's literally based in Dallas. It's actually I'm really more terrified now that they didn't include that. I know. And also like, <laughs> I don't know. If I'm the son, I don't feel too great about that. <laughs> like, something about it. I know something's rubbed me the wrong way. I can't lie. I cannot lie to you. Like, the living son, Kevin, like he's got to feel weird about that. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, sorry. Anyways, wow, please, that's insane. please speak about your movie and your movie star era. Right. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. No, like we're both tearing up, but it's because I'm so crazy. Like, Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah, so I filmed a Christmas movie for the Great American Family Channel. It comes out November 25th, 26th. I was going to correct you. I Thank actually you so <laughs> It comes out It's November. on my calendar. Yes. Okay, good. Sunday, <laughs> November 26th. Watch it. It's a really cute generational story. It follows my character, 
Savannah and then her mom, her grandma and her great grandma. And it's kind of just it's this beautiful Christmas story and like supporting traditions that they've done. But she has a really close relationship with her with her whole family. But they're all talking about what Christmas was like in their era. So every night leading up to Christmas, we do a party themed around whatever era that person was born in. So like I do present day, my mom does the 90s, my grandma does the 60s, and then my great grandma does the 40s. And we got to dress up in theme, which was so fun. The costume designer for the project actually sourced like a bunch of vintage pieces. And it was just like insane and really fun. That was honestly one of the best parts of filming because I love doing of doing period pieces and stuff like that and just kind of, you know, submerging yourself into like a different time period. So that was really fun, but I'm excited about it. It was it was really, really fun to film. What time of year did you film this? I filmed it in summer. So what's that like? You know, it was weird. Honestly, some days were really burning hot. So it just definitely didn't feel like Christmas. Mm-hmm. But then even the days where we're indoors and we shot it in Vancouver also. So it was really rainy and kind of cold on other days. The weather there's so freaking temperamental. But I try not to get too excited when I'm around all the Christmas decorations because it was like peak, peak summer. My family was in Europe on yeah. a boat, you know, living their best <laughs> life. And I'm like in rainy Vancouver filming this movie, which was so fun. But I don't like to get too excited about seasons too early because then I feel like when I'm in it, I can't can't actually enjoy it, you know? So it was whatever. But it was, you know, overall great experience. Meanwhile, my tree was up before Halloween. Right, 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 right. No, but you know what? It's it's different. Once it hits October, I'm good to go. I really am. But it's like, when did we shoot this? In June? I feel like that would be really hard for me because I would be so happy when I was around the Christmas decor and then I would walk outside and it would be 110 degrees and I would be like, oh, wait, oh, I hate I my life. Know. Oh, it was bad. Also, we were working in a lot of homes because throughout the movie, we're going through different parties at like all of the family's home or like at the family's houses. And so you can't also have the AC running because sometimes it'll make noise. Yeah. And so it just gets really hot. So I'm in these like, scratchy itchy dresses meanwhile we're shooting the second they're like cut I'm having someone from wardrobe like zip it off of me and then I'm just basically sitting in my bra like in the green room and I don't even like I can't put anything on it's so hot that would actually I think make me go crazy I think yeah, I would lose it. It. It I think did. I would lose it I probably had a little bit of a bad attitude at some moments I was like this is just not but you know it's it, like it's you know it's work so great can't complain If there is one thing in life that I love, it is decorating my home. And I feel like that's all I do. This summer, it was when I, you know, I got my pool and then I got all the new furniture and that was all from Article. I talked about this actually in a podcast episode. I was trying to find stuff and I really wanted to go as cheap as possible. My mom did like a reverse Google search and she's like, Article is where it's at. I cannot believe they're even able to price this at what you're about to get this for. And then this morning, I actually had to hurry home for my workout because I had a beautiful truck sitting outside of my house, and that was an article truck. I got a new dresser. I got a new bench for the end of my bed, and I got a little side table thing, a little book. Is it boucle? Buccal? I don't know. I should know. I have so much of it in my house, but I just, I loved it. What a way to start your morning, okay? I have so much article. Oh, and I also already had a chair in my bedroom from article that matches that side table. Okay, like I'm an article girl through and through. 
Article believes in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs make furniture shopping simple. Article's team of designers are all about finding the perfect balance between style, quality, and price. They're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and looks good doing it. They also offer fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada, which I can attest to. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. Like today, I was getting so many updates even when they left. Like it was just seamless. It was so nice. It was amazing. Article's knowledgeable customer care team is there when you need them to make sure your experience is smooth and stress-free. And I also want to say the men who delivered my furniture this morning, they were so kind and they were so nice and they even made my day. Okay, so Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash houseguest and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash houseguest for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. At this time of year, I'm hosting nonstop. I'm always having people over and I'm always needing things last minute. Okay. It gets busy. I'm not really paying much attention. You know, it just things come up, things happen. Okay. And that is why I love Drizzly. Drizzly is the go-to app for drink delivery, especially during the holidays. I like it for two reasons. One, if I'm having people over, I can just place an order on the Drizzly app, get some wine, get some spirits, get some beer, depending on who's coming over and it's, we're done. We're good to go. But I also like it because you're able to send a gift from afar I think it's so important. It's great also if someone's hosting you. I think you should order from Drizzly and have drinks waiting for you there, okay? It's just a nice thank you. But I think it's great for gifts, like maybe someone celebrating an engagement, someone celebrating, you know, the holidays, a birthday, whatever it is, you're able to send a gift from afar, which I think is awesome. So again, it's great for hosting. It's great for parties. Also, just like restocking your own bar with some seasonally appropriate beverages. You can find the right drinks for the occasion on Drizzly. You guys can download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. It's the go-to app for alcohol delivery. You must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. It also just takes the hassle out of an already very stressful time where there's already a lot of shopping. There's already a lot of errands. There's already just a lot going on. It's just nice to have one less thing to have to go out and do. If I can get something on an app, like I'm going to do it, okay? It makes my life easier. And I also want to make sure in all seriousness that I'm like thanking the people who are hosting me by, you know, sending them stuff or just making sure that I'm up to date on Christmas gifts. And it's also great for just like a coworker gift. I don't know, something about it. It's just, it's really great. There's Kettle One, there's Don Julio Reposado, there's Bourbon. I will be ordering some Don Julio Reposado for something that I'm hosting in the next week, which is very exciting. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. I just remembered the actual reason that I brought up the Zac Efron movie premiere. <laughs> it actually had nothing to do with the Von Erickson. There's <laughs> all dying. Really, it didn't? Oh, yeah, because you were like, I went to a movie premiere. And it, well, I was thinking when like all the actors go on stage before I'm yes. here and I've always thought this I could never sit in the same room as a bunch of people and watch myself oh yes that's that, what we were talking about You're that right. would feel like not even feel I I just can't I can't do it I can't even listen to myself like if I'm 
in public and I get a clip that I have to approve to go up, I'm like the lowest volume. I can't. I can't. No. So I feel the same way. But it's so funny because even with my music that I've released over the past year, for some reason, my TikTok recently has switched my like creator profile to an artist. And so every time that I go to take a video without me like adding a sound, it like immediately adds my own music to it. <laughs> and I'm just like, I literally have so many videos where my volume's off and I'm talking whatever and I go back to watch it and it just completely mute and just my song playing while I'm like eating rotisserie chicken or like making a mocktail. You're like, like walking down Katie's no, trail. literally and it's playing. <laughs> but the second I hear like one note of myself singing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna turn yep. this off. Like I, I physically can't. I don't like watching myself. I don't like hearing myself. Like it's so fun to be in the moment. But afterwards, you know what it is also? I think this is gonna, I don't know how you'll feel about this, but I feel like I really have no idea what I sound or look like. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I I hear myself from this perspective, but then when I look on screen or I'll hear myself in a recording, I'm just like, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Are you I really, sure? I really did not know that I sounded like that. Yes. I didn't know that I talked like that. I didn't know I really looked like that, to be honest, because I'm only <laughs> looking at myself from one angle and mostly it's the mirror. And so I'm just like, I don't know that I resonate with that. <laughs> Really? That I don't much? identify that way. So I'm not really sure that we're aligned. So <laughs> sometimes I just want to be more comfortable with whoever I think I am in my head. And like, mm -hmm. I'll just leave that to you guys. I don't it's none of my business. It's none of my business. <laughs> it's um, really none of my business. I do feel that way. And I ironically, I hate my voice, even though my voice is quite literally how I make a living. Yeah. I've said this a billion times. I have no idea where I got this like godforsaken Valley Girl accent. Like I grew up in Texas. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. I've always You do have a like very this. like Cali yes. accent. It's really funny. It's very weird. But it is weird because there's certain things that I say that it's very clear. Like if I travel anywhere else, people will ask where I'm from and they always oh. think it's like they'll say Texas or like specific places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I always find weird because I wouldn't guess that for myself because they sound like I. Right, right, there's right. like a TikTok trend right now, the influencer accent where you're like everything at the end is high pitched. I'm like, oh my God, I do that so bad. So embarrassing. But I would give anything to talk like Lainey Wilson or someone who just Mm -hmm. is Southern. I wish that I gave in to getting more of an accent growing up. For some reason, I was so against having an accent. And I wish that I would have leaned more into it. It's a big life regret of mine because you, you sound wiser. Yeah, I know you do. Well, speaking of accents, I have this weird thing and I feel like Bella Hadid gets ripped for this on the internet. I don't know if you've seen, but I equally do it. So I'm like, I fully understand. When she goes to different countries or like oh. I've seen videos where she really like adopts the accent. But I also do that. Mm -hmm. And it's so subconscious. Like I am in no way she performed trying to. I feel like when I'm around my friends who have a really Southern accent, like I'm all of a sudden I got a twang yeah. like it's happening. And if I'm around my dad's from Russia and if I'm around him and his Russian friends, I suddenly speak in broken English. <laughs> I don't know why I cannot help it. It's so bizarre. But I really just adopt whatever it is, which is like good and bad. No, and honestly, what that makes good sense. good is it to actually, to be honest? No, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it's most alarming when I go to a different country or I'm like mostly <laughs> around my dad and people are like, I had a guy actually. I just went on a date with a guy. This is so funny. And I'm surprised that he said this, but he was like, he told me, mind you, I'm literally born and raised California girl, like through and through. 
And I told him that my dad was Russian. And then by the end of it, he was like, oh, you know, I kind of I can kind of hear that accent coming out. You know, you speak a little like not grammatically correct sometimes. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm like, I literally haven't. It has nothing to do with that. I know. I'm like, I haven't. But I get that. That makes a lot of sense. What a humbling moment on a first date. Like, please. How are you meeting guys that you're going on dates with? Well, to be honest, that was the first date that I've gone on. I'm like, terrified. No, this is <laughs> first date ever. First date in life. Yeah. The other day, I sent a TikTok from a podcast clip and it was talking about dating in Dallas and LA. And someone commented, Kenzie, be fucking for real. You don't go on dates. <laughs> I was like, okay, a little hard. Okay. First off, don't I'm 26. I've, I've gone on dates before. Right. And I've dated right, right. people in both places. Of course. That's what I was yes. saying. But it was just like a little bit loud. Yeah. I'm honestly really into meeting people and going on dates with someone who I get introduced to by a mutual friend. Other than Mm -hmm. that, I'm just like really not into it. I'm also very much not in a season of dating right now. Like I was, I don't know who I was telling. Maybe my mom or the other day. I'm just like, life is too peaceful right now. I'm protecting my peace and I'm just too content right now that every single person I might think, oh, like I would, I'd maybe go on a date with them that thought gets blown out in like 20 seconds because I'm like, ah, too much work. Yeah, like, I just like don't, yeah, I just like, I don't have a desire. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. Be careful because then you'll end up like me. Oh, but I probably will. But like, <laughs> and you're like, and, yikes. And I will and it'll be fine. <laughs> no, but I mean, I say that and like, there have been people like, yeah. I like, I just want to make it known. Like, <laughs> I actually haven't been a nun for the past couple of years. Right. I'm just not actively going on dates with random people. Right. There have been people that I've talked to and have come visited and like there have been men in my life. I just don't share that normally. It's also there's it's not that there's not people, you know, inquiring to go on dates (laughs) or whatever. I'm just more like pass, you know, not now, not now. I mean, whatever, but we'll see. (laughs) You know, I'm just I don't know. I'm so not in the in the phase of dating right now. But but then I get worried because I really am like, well, I will end up alone and that might be fine, too. But, you know, I get worried, too, sometimes because and maybe this is horrible advice. It probably is. But I get worried, too, because I know if I if it were up to me, I would literally never leave my house. That's why I love hosting so much because I can still see my friends. They're all here, whatever. But everything else in life has just worked out for me. So I'm thinking this will hopefully just work out. You know, I think so, too. You know, I've also been kind of a late bloomer in some like regards to my life. Not all, but some things just like have happened later for me where I always I can't think of like one of the top of my head. Like, like what? <laughs> just like just like I no, just like trust me. No. <laughs> they have. No, honestly. OK, for example, like honestly, my first relationship, like I had talked like a few guys. Well, no, not a few. I definitely was like talking to people when I was younger and like I had crushes and like little boyfriends. And I was in like middle school and high school, but I didn't really experience like love for the first time until the past maybe like like two years but I had had all my friends be like oh my gosh I've been in love I've had all these boyfriends like introduced so many people to my parents I mean the last boyfriend I had was the first time I'd ever like introduced somebody to my family so I don't know I feel like there's some things when I was younger that I'm like will this ever happen to me like will I ever get to this phase and then I do and I'm like okay why was I stressing you know so I'm kind of just like not worried about it now where I'm like it's fine Y'all know how I feel about On 34. I have these pants from them that I talk about on the podcast all the time. And I'm also posting in them all the time because I wear them literally all the time. You guys guessed it. Um, I also have a lot of tops from them. If you go in my closet, 
actually Natasha and I were just in my closet and I was looking around. So many things are from On 34th. I'm the biggest fan. I'm the biggest fan of Macy's. I just ordered pajamas from there today, actually. Doing a whole like pajama party next weekend with some friends. And we all ordered matching Macy's pajamas. But On 34th, if you don't know, it's Macy's all new brand. On 34th was designed for and with women like you, made for your body or style and whatever your day has in store. Each piece is designed to mix and match seamlessly with everything in your closet. Let's be real. Sometimes things get so busy that planning an outfit, it just can get overwhelming. Again, especially this time of year when it gets very stressful, life gets crazy, we're very busy, and the last thing we want to do is pick out an outfit, okay? And that is why I love On 34th. They have literally everything that you could possibly need from a blazer to go from work to after hour drinks to pants with the perfect amount of stretch. And they mean it, perfect amount of stretch, okay? Or a statement skirt with sequins, which is also something I'm really loving this holiday season, by the way. Also, I'm like randomly into silver now. I'm becoming a silver girl and I love red, okay? So I'm gonna be getting some more pieces from On 34th. So On 34th is going to be your new go-to. Check out Macy's.com to shop On 34th now. I highly recommend my favorite pants that I link literally 24-7. They also have amazing sweaters and outerwear. My favorite thing about them is that these are pieces that you will keep as staples in your wardrobe, but they also make it more fun. But they also are priced very fairly. Like this is not going to break the bank. It's not going to be something that's like so crazy expensive. I feel like the prices just make it so much better. So again, check out Macy's.com to shop on 34th now. Did you know you can tell the difference between a laboratory-grown diamond and a natural diamond? Laboratory-grown diamonds are mass-produced in factories in just a few weeks and are easily detected due to their distinct patterns. On the other hand, natural diamonds are over a billion years old and support the livelihoods of over 10 million people worldwide. On the other hand, natural diamonds are over a billion years old and support the livelihoods of over 10 million people worldwide. The positive impact of natural diamonds is widespread. Around 80% of the value of every rough diamond remains in local communities and supports infrastructure, healthcare, education, and environmental protection. So next time you're thinking of celebrating a special moment in your life, remember that your natural diamond also protects vulnerable wildlife species and brings prosperity to many less fortunate communities around the world. For more information, visit naturaldiamonds.com. Again, for more information, visit naturaldiamonds.com. Did you think that when people were going through breakups and heartbreaks, they were just being really dramatic? Like I did and I didn't. But I honestly, like I kind of love heartbreak. I will like break my own heart just for like the <laughs> thrill of it. You know, sometimes you need to feel something. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. A toxic. But no, I don't know. I, I, I do think. I don't know. I think heartbreak is good and necessary, in my opinion. Do you agree? I, I do agree. I would not say that I like it. No, I don't. Obviously not. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It kind, of, it kind of sounded like you did. <laughs> no, I think it's very important. I also think that you learn the most about yourself when you're go, or at least I have learned the most and grown the most. Yeah. During heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And it's ended up every single time I've gotten my heart broken or just gone through a breakup. It has ended up making my life 1000 times better. So I'm always like, you know, when I'm going through something, even if it's just like a smaller thing of like, oh, it didn't work out. You're still like upset about it, but you're not like heartbroken. Like, you know, can't get out of bed for three days. Yeah. I'm still like, okay, this will end up being 
good. I've never been through heartbreak and something like a lesson or just like a particular, I don't know, life experience, growth, whatever. I haven't come out on the other side being like, oh, that was just terrible and nothing good came from it. So I think that's why I'm like, if I'm going through a situation where I do get my heart broken or things don't work out, I'm always like, this sucks, of course. But I also know that there's going to be so much growth on the other side. And I feel like that really fosters the opportunity for that. It sounds so stupid, but no, I I mean, I try to think about my 40 year old self. If I'm ever in like, I'm stressed out. I feel like this isn't working out. I feel like what I want isn't happening. I always try to think about my 40 year old self when I have, you know, like the family and the marriage and the work opportunities and the things that I want. And I try to think back to my 26 year old self and what I would tell her Mm. and stressing about it is not because inevitably it, all of those things are going to happen and it's going to work out. So you losing like any sleep or even just like minutes of your day, it's not worth it. Well, I think that's kind of where I'm at right now, where every time I even think or get stressed about a date or a guy or whatever, and it's like not bringing me peace compared to like how my life is by myself. I'm instantly just like, I have no desire to like fight for it or to like seek it out. I'm just kind of like, I'll just ride the wave. And then whenever something comes and it's super easy and great and I just get like treated like a queen, great, I'll go for it. But if it's causing me any sort of, I don't know about this or I'm free, I'm just like, nope, sorry. I can't. Okay, but how do you know the difference between like maybe, okay, like in like a spiritual sense, like the peace aspect of it? Mm -hmm. How do you know, like for me, for example, I have an anxious attachment style and sometimes I will overthink something and like make it into something that it wasn't. And there's been situations where I pulled out and it was the right thing to do. But there's also been situations where I stuck it through and it ended up being right. Like it ended up being a good thing to do. So like, how do you know if it's, how do you know the difference? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I actually used to be anxious attachment too. Mm -hmm. And I like had to work through a lot of that. I feel like I'm like a probably more secure. I I I am secure now, but I haven't been. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's tough. I think I think first and foremost, whenever I'm making decisions, like I always just pray about it and try to have that like utmost piece of if this is for me, like there will be such clear signs that I'm like mm-hmm. supposed to move forward in this. And then if I'm not and I take a break and I feel like, wow, this opened so many doors because I closed this one, then I'm like, this is the right step. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. But I was talking more in terms of like, I don't know. Like if it's making me happy, I'll do it. If it's not, I'm out. Yeah, totally. because there's been a few guys even recently that have like wanted to take me on dates and I'm just like, I'm not sure. Like, is this something I want to pursue? I don't even know if like this is the right person or whatever. And whenever I just get to that point where I'm unsure and I'm kind of, I don't know, not stressing about it, but just like this isn't bringing me any sort of enjoyment, like having to decide just like whatever. It's not for me right now. Maybe it'll be for me in the future, but I just mm-hmm. am too content being alone right now, which is so weird because I am not, I'm like a relationship girl through and through. Like I always love to be talking to somebody or like in a relationship. Not that I don't like being by myself. I love being by myself, but I want to be by myself, like with somebody else. And this is the first time where I'm like, no, I really want to be by myself, by myself. Like I don't need to give any energy to anybody else, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, that's been me for a while. (laughs) I will say I'm definitely like out of that phase though like now I'm open now I'm like there's people that I'll talk to there's things that I'll do like I think honestly a lot of it is on my friend Liz who was on the podcast last week and she has the craziest most wild boy stories I saw some clips she's so funny but she's the best about dating and she loves dating and her perspective on it just gives me hope because she's never lost hope and I'm like I I don't want to like 
because you think that your friend comes to you, they have a bad day and they're like, I hate guys. I'm never talking to them again, whatever. And you're like, yeah. you know, logically like, okay, it was one guy. It wasn't everyone. But then we all do that, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying to be more open. I'm not like wanting to treat it like a part-time job necessarily, right. but I'm definitely like open to it. And I would love to meet someone in the next like year. I really yeah. would. Oh, I would love to meet someone too. It's not that I'm like, sitting here. Oh, I want to be single forever. I definitely don't. I'd love to be married and have kids yeah. and whatever. I just am not in the phase where like I have this deep desire to like seek it out. Totally. I just feel like if I'm open and it it matches and it like fits perfectly, then like, great, let's let's go for it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I'm like not in this mentality where I used to be where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to find someone because I really used to be in that mentality space. I think because also the culture is different, obviously, in LA than it is here. But too, mm -hmm. like, my parents got married really young. My brother's getting married it's really young. It's a church young. culture thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter where and you are. And you see everyone getting married so young and it becomes your identity. And I think I made it mine where I was like, if I'm single, then there's something wrong with me or I'm not, like, lovable or whatever. I don't know. It was a lot of stuff that I had to work through. And now I'm like, I'm good. So if someone can be an addition to my life and add, amazing. If not, I'm just not stressed. And I know that I'll find it. I'm, like, not worried, you know? Mm-hmm. There's two ways that my life will end up going, I think. Do tell. I'm either going to meet someone in like my, you know, recent couple people that I've been with, hate them for the first two years where they're in love yeah. with me. And then it'll yeah, slowly, yeah, yeah. it'll slowly build. Mm -hmm. And then that'll end up being my husband. Or I'm going to meet someone and we'll be married a year later. Like it's going to go. I was just going to say, I, I, I think it's going to be the second. Yeah. I think it'll be like, I know very, we both know very, very early on. And it's just, that's just it. I would not be surprised. Like, honestly, I'm saying right now, like if I meet someone and I'm engaged six months later, like mind your business. No. Like I wouldn't be surprised. No, I'm the same way. Yeah. I feel like once I meet that person, I feel like you and I are also very sure people. Totally. So it's like when we meet that person and it fits, it's like, why are we going to wait? Like, let's just start our life together. Not in like a dramatic sense, but you know what I but mean? Like, kind of dramatic You know, sense. I'm just like, all right, let's wrap it up. I'm doing this for a lot longer, you know? Like, <laughs> let's, let's hurry up. Chop, let's, chop. let's get it going. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's, that's how mine is going to be. I was going to ask, have you had I was talking to some friends about this earlier this week have you had any guy in your life where you guys were friends for a really long time and you know you maybe didn't not not find them attractive like I'm sure they were attractive but you didn't see them in that way of like romantic and then all of a sudden it's like oh wait I actually do and I'm really into you like have you had that the guy that I dated in college for so long like that was what it was like I was not even remotely in like it was not even in the back of my mind, hidden so small. Like, it wasn't there at okay, all. Okay, but what happened? Overnight, it changed? Okay, but that's the thing with me. Like, I love a guy who is persistent and loves me for a long really? time before I will come around. And that gets me into trouble, too, because guys know that, like, even, like, the past couple of months, like, I had a guy do this. And it's, like, they know that because they know me and they've yeah. seen it happen. So they'll kind of, like, it's not like they're being manipulative. It's not that, but like they know it's like a game you have to play almost. Right. And I'm not even trying to be that way. Like I'm not trying to like be manipulative or like play this long game. It just like sometimes it does grow on me. And I know that's rare, but and by sometimes I mean most people that I've dated actually. It really? Yeah. No way. It, I mean, it's either it's one of two. I meet them and when we are shaking hands, I know that I'm going to date them. Like the second that we meet, and that's actually majority of the time. But there have been a couple, I think, I think in the past couple of years, I would say like 22 up, it's been more of it's grown on me over time because I started to get worried of like, 
were meeting and I literally like there was a guy that I dated in my 20s and that was definitely the most fun that I've had with the guy and the second that we met I knew I literally looked at him we met and I was like I'm gonna date him and he did this it was the same thing for him and it was not the best but it was so much fun yeah you know but sometimes I feel like that for me might not be the best I think that's how like that's how majority of my relationships have been where we meet and I'm like, oh, sparks are flying. I know I'm going to date you. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can categorize who you are as a person, like in two seconds. But like you said, has not been successful because I feel like it's ba- it's so not I, I don't want to say the whole thing is based on like sparks or attraction, but it's just like this momentum that you have right from the beginning. And it's like not the same as if you're building that core foundation with someone. But I have yet to have a relationship with somebody where I just see them as a friend. There's this one guy. I'm really spilling tea, but like there's this one guy. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) No, but there's this one guy and I've been friends with him for a while. And but I I, I obviously like I think he's cute, but it's just been like I put him in that box after a certain point for some reason. I don't know why or when. And we've been friends for a while. And now I'm slowly starting to be like, hmm, that's good. Is it? See, I, I don't know, because I said like the first I'm like, well, that's not necessarily good. But like with me, with, you know, yeah. meeting Sparks Fly. But I mean, nothing else for me has worked out either. I know. So, like, I don't know. I know. I think that that could be maybe good for you because I feel like I, because we're both very sure. I know. Also, you, we might have a little bit of like being stubborn. I know. With that. So I think that that maybe could be good. You know? I know. We'll see. I guess we'll just have to see. That'll be fun. I know. I'll get the deets after this. Okay, I do want to talk about moving. There were yes. so many questions about moving. Oh my gosh, yes. Moving in your 20s, moving to a new city, moving, meeting friends, moving and, you know. So take us back mm-hmm. to the genesis of this move, if you yeah. will. When did you even think like, you know, it's time? Honestly, the beginning of this move started like two or three years ago. Do you feel like it's been in the works for a really no, long time? No, because I feel like, I don't remember. Did I talk about me like maybe wanting to leave when we did the first podcast ever? Or no, I, I didn't say anything. I, you told me. I don't know if you told the podcast. Okay. I think I knew that. Yes. But I don't know if it was. Yes. So I have wanted to leave LA for a couple of years now. Before COVID, Sheila, who is my best friend and who I lived with, we were going to move to Nashville. And we were just like, let's go somewhere new. She's from Houston. I'm from LA. And we just wanted to get out and try something new. We knew we wanted to live together. Try to find a place in Nashville. Nothing really worked out. We ended up finding a place in LA. Lived there for two years. Loved it. Best thing ever. Like made so many memories. And she became my sister in that apartment. Like wouldn't have changed it. Then this past, well, not 2023, but at the end of 2022, I just had this breakthrough in life where I was like, literally, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. Like, I need to figure this out. And so I spent a lot of time cultivating like new friendships and just trying to dive into this new version of myself and figuring out like, what are my priorities? What do I want out of life? What are things that are important to me? And I feel so, I felt so complacent, honestly, because I was doing the same thing. Like I wake up, I work out, I film content, I yeah. film auditions, I'm working on a project, I'm in the recording studio. Like it's so routine for me, which is great. But then I come back in my house and then I will FaceTime my friends or see my friends for dinner. And it's lovely. Don't get me wrong. But I was just like, I never went to college, never got out of the city. And it, I got that itch again to move. But I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going to move. That same year, I had met a bunch of people from Texas, became really close friends with them. One of my now best friends, she is living in Dallas. And then my other best friend, she's living in Austin. So by the end of 2022, I had visited Texas probably like 
10 plus times. And I just knew that I wanted to move here. I loved the people. I loved the energy. And I just didn't know specifically where I wanted to move. So on New Year's or a little before New Year's, I took a trip to Dallas. And then I also took a trip to Austin. And I honestly prayed about it and was like, God, wherever you want me to move, wherever you see this next chapter, just like give me clarity about it. And I felt really called to Dallas specifically. So on New Year's, I told my parents like, hey, I'm going to move. They're so supportive. That was also another reason of why I moved here in particular, which I feel like is such a huge question. Everyone's like, why Dallas specifically? Like, do you have work here? And I'm like, literally, no. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing as I would anywhere else. I feel really lucky that I'm able to live wherever because, you know, when I shoot a film or anything like that, it's always on location. So like this last movie that we shot was in Vancouver. And then if I'm in the recording studio, I can just travel back and forth. And obviously with content creation, you know, you can be anywhere. But wait, what was I just saying? Sometimes I talk and Moving I forget. Your, and telling your parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a huge thing with my parents, too, because my both my parents have a bunch of work here and they come quite frequently. So I didn't want to move somewhere that my parents would never come visit me or like I didn't know people. So it just all fit so seamlessly. And then I told Sheila and she was super on board with it and supportive, which was amazing. All my friends were really supportive, but also really sad. And then I was actually supposed to move because I think I texted you like recommendations for area mm-hmm. or living like in January to be like, I'm going to move in like the spring. But I did end up moving until like two months ago because I went and filmed that Christmas movie and just like had a bunch of other stuff. So that's the story. And now I'm here and I love it. How would you recommend people make friends when they move? I feel like the best way that I've been able to meet people, honestly, I knew a good amount of people moving here, but they were all from different friend groups. Like nobody was really, I mean, there are some people that are connected for sure, but when I moved, I had a bunch of people like reach out to me and I made it a point every single week or like every few days. I'm like, I'm not going to be stuck in my apartment because I will do that. I will just hibernate in here. Like I'm a little introvert and I love my alone time. I really had to make an effort. Okay. I'm once a week, I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to go to lunch. I'm going to go to dinner with someone who I don't know. I'm going to meet them, meet their friends. And honestly, it's been, it just grows from there. I feel like every single time I go out to an event, I meet another person. And then maybe the next time I hang out with them and then I'll hang out with their friends. I have had so many people also when I moved post or like DM me from social media being like, Hey, I live in Dallas. Like I'd love to get dinner with you or I'd love to go on a walk or whatever. So yeah. And then also I feel like getting plugged in through wherever you spend a lot of your time. So if it's like the gym or church or your, you know, workout classes or whatever, I feel like that's also a great way to make friends. But mm-hmm. I feel lucky that I had a like a good amount of people, not a ton. I have way more now. I feel like I'm like meeting a new friend. I feel like every you're fully day. assimilated into I do too. Yeah. And it's so wild because I honestly was not expecting that. Like I knew I had a few friends, but I really thought I was going to kind of hermit like with them and mm-hmm. just tag along. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm meeting new people and we're hanging out on our own. And it's like not with the person that maybe introduced us or whatever. So yeah. And I think the other thing I really had to be conscious of was being okay with being lonely for the first mm-hmm. while that I was here. I'm really lucky that I haven't felt that way. I felt maybe a little bit lonely for the first two weeks just because I was like moving in. My furniture wasn't in, you know, I wasn't really hanging out with too many people. But I feel like if you have the mentality, especially when you're moving or honestly changing in any capacity, 
it's like if you don't go into go into it knowing, okay, it's probably not going to be sunshine and rainbows the whole time. It's just difficult, you know, Mm -hmm. I not to be like have a negative outlook on it. That's not what I mean. But also change is hard. And then when you have this like expectation of, oh, this this has to work out, this has to be great. And then you kind of fall under it. I feel like that is such a hard pill to swallow. You know, you have to be able to sit with the emotions and not make a decision like a rash decision based off that. I think with making friendships too, because we, everything that you said, I think is very applicable to anyone. But obviously we have, we both have friends in a lot of different cities just because our jobs are like weird jobs and people are everywhere. But I I say this all the time. Like I make friends nonstop in Instagram DMs. Like just message someone. And also everyone wants a friend. Everyone probably wants to talk, but they don't necessarily want to be the one to message. And I just... I've never thought it was weird. So I think I just have always done it. And I'm like, whatever. But and maybe it is weird. I don't know. But I just think all you have to do sometimes is DM someone. And then again, you it doesn't necessarily that your new best friend is n- probably not the first person that you meet and probably not even the, the first person that you DM. They might be someone that you met through them who then you met through the other person. Then it's like a web of people. You just have to put yourself out there. It's so crazy. My one of my best, best friends, she lives in Austin, but I met her through this random group chat. So I was dating a guy and one of his friends had posted on his story. I want to do this 40 day challenge, workout, fitness, whatever. And like, if you want to join, join and I'll put you in a group chat. And so me and my ex-boyfriend were like, sure, let's join it. We got put in this group chat. I was under the impression that like every single person knew each other in the group chat. And I'm just the odd man out. You know, I'm not from Texas. Like, I don't know anyone. And she was in this group chat. And after the 40 days, you know, we're all like messaging in it all the time. And I saw she was coming to LA and I'm like, hey, like, let's just get lunch or something. She's now my best friend. I literally spend every single weekend with her. It's just crazy how... You just never know like who is going to introduce you and in what capacity. I remember also at the top of the year, I got put in another group chat like randomly. There was these girls creating like Christian content on TikTok and they were like, hey, like we want to put you in this group chat. Like it's just great to get to know other people. Like it's what I started. Mm-hmm. And there's a few girls that like I've gone dinner with and lunch with who are now my really, really good friends that are all from just DMing. It's so crazy. I don't think it's weird. So when people ask me and I'm like, so many of my friends are literally from Instagram or from TikTok. And then you just like form a relationship. And it's fun, especially because you get to make friends with people that don't live in the same city. Half my friends don't live in the same city. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine it's probably a little bit more normal for. Yes, yes, I do do agree with that. I do agree. But even I there, you can find so many people even on TikTok who are in your area and it's not even like, I mean, the way I say it, I'm like, find people who live in your neighborhood and DM them on no, TikTok. No, but you but know like, what? Kind of. But you know how, I think it's what, like, Bumble has, like, a friend. Bumble BFF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, TikTok BFF. Like, it's the yeah. same thing. Like, whenever I see somebody, you know, it, like, if they're, it's, whether it's, like, a, it sounds so stalkery, like, a no. geotag or, like, whatever, <laughs> like, Dallas girly. I'm like, oh, my gosh, cute. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'll see her around or whatever, you know, and. I've had so many people message me that I've ended up becoming really good friends with. And so I'm like, if you see someone that you think is cool, like just, I don't know, reach out. That might seem bold, but I've seen it work. So I'm yes. kind of just like, I don't know. I think you just have to. And you have to put yourself out there and you have to just try your best. And honestly, yeah, stakes are low. A DM is easy. Just shoot your shot, if you will. 
A DM is so easy. So easy. Like you don't have to even like join the gym and try to talk to people. No, like, literally. You know, like just send a DM. It's not that it's not that hard. It really isn't. No, it's not. Okay. I need like everyone listening to this episode who needs to make new friends. Please send a DM today and then send us your success stories. I would like to hear them. Please. Please. This will be encouraging for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like also Natasha's yeah. gonna send five. Okay, I want to talk about new routines. Yeah. Because we both love, you know, this we sort of thing. love and routines. We're also going to talk about books. So like, don't even worry. We'll okay. get there eventually. Obviously, you have a lot of new routines. Like, what have you been doing in Dallas? Yes. And also, maybe share some of your favorite Dallas spots. Oh, my gosh. Exciting. My routine is really similar to back home. Honestly, I wake up. The first month moving here was a little bit tough just because, like, not even the time difference. But I go to bed pretty early and I wake up pretty early. For some reason, I think just the loneliness and me feeling like out of sorts. I was going to bed so late, waking up so late. I could not create a routine for myself, which was the worst. But now I'm like heavy in my routine era and it's great. So I wake up really early. I go to solid core just about every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Macy. Anytime (laughs) Macy goes to solid core, she texts me. Hey, so sorry. I'm actually going to solid core. If you can't text me, (laughs) if I can't reply, it's because I'm at solid core. Anyways, bye. I'm at solid core. No, because it's the most insane workout you will ever ever do it's crazy. like for real and you're doing the most minute and small movements but it just burns like no other and I've been enjoying it a lot like it mm-hmm. motivates me I think that's another thing that I would give I don't know this is like a tip for anyone moving to a new city start going to workout classes yes because I'm a gym girly through and through I like doing my workouts at the gym by myself I just want to like have the music blaring my music I don't want to talk to anyone but when I was going to the gym I'm like so I literally don't see anybody during the day this is kind of I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit. I don't know. You're just isolated. Yeah. And so I'm honestly not. I'm not a workout class girly, but I'm like, okay, you know what? For the sake of seeing other people and like not, you know, being isolated, I'm going to go. And I mean, number one, now I love solid core. I think it's such a great workout, but also it just, I mean, have I met anyone from Solicord? No. Like, I haven't made a friend yet, but like, it's fine. You know, it's just like, it just makes me feel like I'm in with community. There's something about a workout class, because even I think it's good for people who work from home. Something oh, about a yeah. workout class, and I'm such a workout class girl, I always have been. Yeah. Even when I was living in LA, I was like, I have to go to a workout class, because other than that, I'm not going to see anyone today, because I work well, from my house, yeah. and I'm not moving. I also think it's important. I'm glad that we're talking about routines. When you move, making your own routine and doing it basically as fast as you possibly can. Because when you start your own routine, you find like your grocery store that you go to. You find your morning coffee shop. It just helps it feel more like home. 100%. That was actually the first thing that I did once my stuff arrived because I got here a day or two before my furniture came. Like I had my apartment and my bed, but I didn't have like my actual belongings. And I remember the first day that all my stuff came. Sheila moved and helped me move here, but she wanted to go out for dinner. And I'm like, no, we can't. I have to cook. Like I'm getting my pots and pans out now and we're cooking because this is what I do every night back home. Like I need this to feel like home, you know? So whatever you can do to kind of get back in that routine from whatever you were doing previously, it obviously just helps. But anyways, do solid core, which is great. I've been loving it. I haven't really gone this week. I've been a little under the weather, but solid core, come home. And then honestly, it's been a lot of filming content and shooting because my recording studio that I record for is back in LA. And then obviously we've been on strike. So there hasn't really been any auditions or anything like that. But now that that's back, I'm like, woo, so excited. But yeah. And then usually during the day, I will try to like see somebody either for lunch or go on a walk or something like that. 
I run a lot of errands just like doing random stuff and I'm still kind of getting my apartment settled. So I feel like every day I'm like, I need to get these pillows or I need to get this for whatever. And then every single night I make myself dinner, like a home cooked meal. And I call my parents, read a book, go to bed. I actually haven't been reading many books. Well, like a book since I moved to your book. I've actually been in like a reading rut. It's been hard for me. You've um, read everything, so I can no, imagine. Yeah, I know. At some point, I'm running out. <laughs> no, no, it's, I don't know how you keep going. It's actually such a good point. No, because seriously, I, like when you tell me how many books you've read, I'm just like, I know there's more books, but like where, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, like technically speaking, there are more books, but at a but certain like, point. Right. No, actually, I just have been kind of in like a book slump. But before we get into the book t- topic, mm-hmm. I want you to share your favorite like Dallas spots so far. Oh, my favorite Dallas spots. Okay. I'm trying to think of really where I've gone. Okay. I love Merit. Mm-hmm. Merit Coffee. Is it called Merit Coffee or just Merit? I think it's technically Merit Coffee. I just Okay. Merit. Yeah. Merit Coffee. And then I love Foxtrot. I'm a matcha girly. Same. So I love. And actually, Macy told me about this. It's like a Fruit Loop matcha. Mm-hmm. Have you so tried good. it? It's so good. <gasps> she put me on. It's like lavender. And then I got sugar-free vanilla. And it's so freaking good it's so good and foxtrot is also in chicago and i think a couple other oh, cities oh really it's, maybe well, it's, it's just it's chicago it, and dallas it, well it's in austin oh in austin in, it's in austin yeah and i've actually that's where i had it for the first time was in austin and then i realized when it came we have- it was here and i also love it too because it's like it's not a grocery store but it has like snacks and mm-hmm. wine and stuff like that which is nice so when i pop in there i can also grab a bite my local sprouts is my grocery store choice Sprouts go through. No, like sprouts is my whole life. No, every time I see your stories, I just feel so seen. No, like like, you get it. And you know what's so weird? Hours there. Why do I don't feel like people our age really go to sprouts? Is that a thing? No, they don't. Because I was telling Sheila, like, have you gone to sprouts? And she's like, I didn't even know we had one. I'm like, babe, there's one on the street corner Uh by our house. You need to go. (laughs) And it's crazy because it's like a cheaper Whole Foods. Yes. And And I like it better than Whole Foods. They have so many good snacks. So many. So many good. Just just everything. Produce. They have such also good like things that you would only find at like a Whole Foods or mm-hmm. an Arrow. And they also have them at Sprouts. Like any like DTC brands, they have all of those right. things. I go to the like the middle section, the what's new. I can browse that for yes. an hour. Oh my yes. God, I love it. There's these random, so random, it's like these trout things, but they're like Ooh. tuna, but you like mix them with stuff. Ooh. I mean, they're literally $5 a thing. It's insane. It's like so ridiculous, but they are so good and great source of protein. No, great source of yeah. protein. I love that. There's so many things that I always want to try at Sprouts. I actually just tried like a new soup. It's the same thing. It was, in, should, it was in the new new. Oh, yeah. Item that'll section. get you. We should do like a Sprouts, sprouts like haul. No, literally. <laughs> go with me to Sprouts. No, go. And we can try the new, pro- the new I foods. I would love to. That okay. is so exciting. You're really the only person who gets it or that I I didn't know this about you. This is huge for yes. me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I've been shopping at Sprouts since I lived in L.A. I found mm-hmm. it and I'm like, yeah, this is my it just has everything that I want. Yes. You know, my mom has been a Sprouts girl since I was probably in like middle school or high school. Really? And I was because we had one. Right. And I never went. And then it was like you really do become your mother 100%. because I never went. I never cared. And then all of a sudden I went to Sprouts one day and I was like, this just cured my anxiety. And here it's I am. So peaceful. I just so peaceful. And like a lot of times it's kind of. Not to be like it's empty, but it's just yes. it's not hustle and bustle no. of Whole Foods. It's not or, overwhelming. It's such a peaceful experience. I just love it. Mm-hmm. I love the layout too. I know where <laughs> everything is. I just love it. I am such a fan. I love Sprouts. <laughs> Me too. So Sprouts. Um, sprouts. What? Sponsor like, us. I mean, Hudson House. Do you like Hudson oh, House? Oh, Hudson House. Yes, we went. Good. So good. I got like the green goddess salad. That's my, mm-hmm. is that what it's called? Yeah. The goddess salad. Yeah. 
Have you had their uh, burger? No, I haven't. It's so good. I never order burgers when I go out. Oh, we out. talked about this. Yeah. But you have to try the Hudson House burger. I know. I know. I need to. I'm trying to think of where else. Honestly, you I like Katie Trail. Oh, I love Katie Trail. I really like White Rock Lake. Like, mm-hmm. I like walking around there in the morning. I think it's really scenic and beautiful. Oh, guys. You need to try if you haven't. Pure Milk and Honey. It's this frozen yogurt place. I haven't mm-hmm. had it, but I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's across, I don't know. Is it like Trinity Groves or something? No, it's on Mockingbird. Oh, okay. But it's across, it's in that shopping center. Mockingbird that has, Station. Yes. I work out there every morning, so oh, I don't know how I didn't oh, know Okay, that. great. So, yeah. so it's at Mockingbird Station. I went. I don't know what I was expecting. Like, a, you know, frozen yogurt place. Their frozen yogurt is literally made with milk, but it's like really high quality milk and honey, which you would think is like, you know, whatever. Oh my so gosh, good. it tastes unreal. It's so good. They also have a bunch of different like dairy-free flavors because I'm dairy-free, but I drink or I drank. I ate, <laughs> but I drank. I drank. <laughs> I sipped, you know. <laughs> when I went, they were giving me like every flavor and I just had probably like 10 little like tasters, but they're not small. They're like huge tasters. Wow. So that, oh my gosh. Okay, now I'm go. just like obsessed with it. Where else? Hold on. There's other places that I really like. You've given good racks. I feel like you... You've been places. And that was good. That was a good list. Yeah. No, but I'm like, no, but there's other. I know. I Every oh. time someone asks me a question. Oh, okay. Well, this isn't like a Dallas thing, but I mean, Carbone is insane. Yeah. I went here the night that I moved and it was just ridiculous. If you've never been to Carbone Did before, you like pull some connects to get that res? Like, no. how'd you get it? No, just like day of on resi.com. What? Yes. And it was like a 7 p.m. What? reservation. On what day of the week? Oh, no. It was like fully a weekend. It was insane. Was it the like Vino part? No. Oh my God. Okay. That's crazy. I know. That's actually why. I just remember Sheila being like, I really want to go out to dinner. It's my last night here. And I'm like, okay, cool. Where do you want to go? And she's like, Carbone. And I'm like, I had no idea that they had one. Oh my gosh. It was so good. I also didn't really realize that Carbone is a family style type of place. So Sheila and I went with one other person and we're like, we'll just order kind of one of everything probably. Right. (laughs) Because like we want to try I left with 10 boxes. Yeah, that's a lot of food. 10 boxes, like <laughs> one in one arm, one in one yeah. arm. Yeah, I had food. I had leftover food for like three days. It's it so, good, so good. It is but so I'm good. trying to think of like what what are other places? Those are good recs. You've given good ones. Okay. You don't need to give like 20. Okay. Like you, I feel like Fox you have strong. Yeah, I have because I've You've been here lived for here. so yeah. long. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, let's end this on just recent reads. None. You <laughs> know what I'm reading right now? I'm reading John Samuel's memoir. <laughs> Also the Bible. I'm the also Bible. Reading that. I'm reading John Samos's memoir. I'm reading oh, how are we it's really it? good. It's great. I'm at like 50%. We just got into full house actually. Oh, nice. So it's cute. I've been reading memoirs. Oh, I read Britney's memoir. Oh, how is it? Good. You need to be reading these. Like we I know, need, I we know. need to get okay. on book club. I'm okay. so serious. Okay, yes. Okay. The thing is with me, I for some reason okay, you know what the last book that I read actually was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, mm-hmm. which I love. Great it's, book. Loved it. But then I decided a bunch of these books came in like sporadically and I I never do this. I usually finish a book in a day because I just can't put it down. I started and I read like a quarter and then a different book came in and I decided to read a quarter of that. So now I have like probably five books that I've read, but only a quarter way through. And then I just forget. And I'm like, well, then I got to reread and whatever. So anyways, I kind of stopped reading, but I'm also not like a memoir girly. I'm Mm -hmm. such a fiction person. So I want to start getting into that. I really want to read Matthew Perry's and uh, that you one know. was good. I loved Matthew Perry's. Very important to read. You know who has the actual best celebrity memoir ever? Who? Jessica Simpson. 
There is no I celebrity like memoir that I talked about this before. I definitely I have because I am so diehard about it. She goes into everything dating. Like she even tells you that like her and Nick Lachey like hooked up again after the divorce. Like she leaves nothing, right? But it's such a good read. I mean, there's so much more than just of her course. dating, but it's such a good read because she grew up here basically. So like the oh. church that her dad passed her, like I'll drive past it sometimes. It's very interesting and so good. And like I grew up such a, I was a huge Jessica Simpson fan. Yeah. But like you didn't know all of that. With Britney at least, like there wasn't really much in the book that I didn't know, especially because like she couldn't do interviews. So they like did press releases. So like the things that you wouldn't have known in the book ended up being in the press. But I was also like such a free Britney person. Like I was like so involved I'm, in the movement that yeah. like I knew pretty much everything. It was still like great to read. But I think Jessica Simpson's memoir is the best celebrity memoir ever. And I love a celebrity okay. memoir. Okay, good to know. Mm -hmm. These are all my list. These are good. Okay, well, this has been a great episode. I love this. I had a great this time. Is so great. We're going it's to a wedding this up. weekend. Yes. Are you going to that dinner on Monday? I am going to that. Okay. But my friends are also in town. So okay. maybe I'm just going to go for like yeah. a certain of time. But yes, I am going. I RSVP. I don't know why. A short period no. of time. No, we have a lot of plans like coming no, up. No, we really We're actually do. booked and we're busy. No, the thing with me, honestly, recently is I've just not, I'm not a calendar girly. I'm like a mental note girly. Mm. And see, I'm like Google Calendar is like highlighted and color coded. Normally I am. But recently I've just been like, there hasn't been that much going on. So I'm like, oh, I'll just remember that. But I've said yes to so many things this week. I'm like, oh my gosh. I, You're just being chill. No, yeah. And and honestly, there was last week, there was one, I woke up and I was like, I have something to do today. And I know that I didn't cancel for it because I cannot figure out for the life of me, like what it is. And then my friend texted me. He's like, are you coming to this tonight? And I'm like, I was trying to figure out what I, what I should have canceled for. I'm so sorry, but I'm not coming to that. But yes. Okay, great. So we, much going on. We're booked and we're busy. We're and we're booked Texans. and busy. Texans. We should have talked about that. It could have been a great I title, know. but too late now. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed. Subscribe to the channel if y'all are watching. Leave a nice rating and review. Follow Natasha on everything. Go see the Christmas movie. We'll be having a viewing party at my house. Yes. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you love this episode, please don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really helps the show grow. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram or YouTube at Kinsey Elizabeth or on TikTok at Kinsey the Texan. I drop new episodes every Thursday and they're also available to watch on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to y'all next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.